Unsung by Lisa Holdsworth. Performed by Unsung Collective. a very simple calculation, a straightforward equation. Achievement equals recognition. First, A for achievement. How does one quantify accomplishment, mastery, skill? Is it by the significance of the achievement or is it the long-term impact? Is the discovery, the work, or the attainment still studied, still regarded as the pinnacle, or standard? And so, significance plus impact equals achievement equals recognition. Again, a simple equation. The greater the significance to and impact upon the world of an achievement, the greater the achievement. Ergo, the greater the recognition. Yes? Excellent. Then let us continue. The next calculation is slightly thornier, but all the more enjoyable for that. What unit of measurement are we using to express R for recognition? Well, I would suggest it is more than a simple question of quantity. If it were, R could be measured in years. Well, loony years. Gregorian calendar, to be absolutely exact. How many years was one spoken about? Beyond the fond or not-so-fond memories of those by whom you were survived. And beyond that. Beyond those whose duty it is to remember. How many years beyond living memory? How long does it take to become a part of history? To be studied alongside one's peers? An example to others and an inspiration to those who may find commonality not just with one's triumphs, but with the challenges overcome. Ha ha! Difficulty! Yes! Nevertheless, I should like to explore a more material approach to this. There is other data to be taken into consideration. <laughs> Number of publications in which one is mentioned. Portraits painted, statues erected, buildings named in honour, medals awarded, honours bestowed. Does one's likeness appear upon the coin of the realm? <laughs> All ostentations of no real importance to some, and yet quantifiable. Available to be examined, tabulated, calculated, until it crystallises into a single figure. 
It's actually beautiful. Until you add in one consideration. Why would the gender of the subject of the equation reduce the final value? It seems mathematically insignificant, and yet... Well, correlation is not necessarily causation, but... Well, the application of biology makes no sense of it whatsoever. And yet neither does the application of more hard data. I need exemplars. Archetypes, models, patterns, case studies. Well, that's it. Experiences and accounts from the different disciplines. Myself. <laughs> well, obviously I am a representative of science and technology. I have been called the Enchantress of Number, after all. Ridiculous, of course. And yet I shall serve. But, but what other spheres? <laughs> we should go back to the beginning. Education. Case study the first. Sophia Louisa Jex Blake, medical student. Now is not the time for modesty. Lights hidden provide no illumination. One of seven female medical students. The first in Britain. <laughs> Better. Uh, the military. Why not? It seems war never goes out of favour. And whilst it is thought to be a man's world, my second. Leading aircraft woman, Barda. Or Lillian, if you prefer. One of the first black women to serve in the Royal Air Force. And so, to the arts. Our final sphere of influence. Welcome. <laughs> and you are? Not sure I should be here. I'm sure you've earned your place. Andrea. All right. Write what? Plays. All right, plays. And so, all life is here. And now the study begins. At the beginning. The first hint of significance. The first spark of ambition. <laughs> the call is heard. There's a space for space for space for Excuse me? Sorry to disturb. If I could just speak with you. Just need a minute. It won't take long. I understand that you're very busy, but... I appreciate you seeing me at all. But I think when you hear what I have to say... I mean, you're probably going to think I'm being daft. Like it's heavy from the way. Excuse me. Sorry to disturb. If I could just speak with you. I, I just need a minute. Won't take long. I understand that you're very busy, but... I appreciate you seeing me at all. But I think when you hear what I have to say... I mean, you're probably going to think I'm being daft. 
Excuse me. Sorry to disturb. If I could just speak with you. Just need a minute. Won't take long. I understand that you're very busy, but... I appreciate you seeing me at all. But I think we can hear what I have to say. I mean, you're probably going to think I'm being daft. I think you have my name. Yes. It's right there on my application. Lillian. Where am I from? Well, I was born in Liverpool, but raised in Yorkshire. My mum was from Ireland. And my dad was from Barbados. That's right, he was. The Honourable Augusta Ada King, nay Byron, well, Countess of Lovelace. But you may call me Ada. Sorry, I didn't know I was supposed to put my name on it. I've done the reading. I've brought my certificates. I've done the calculations. I just thought you might read it. Tell me if it's any good. If I'm any good. What, what do, do I, I want? want? I want to attend the university. I'm here about the job. I have a theory I wish to explore. I want to write some it. That's true. I don't, I don't think, think it's, it's much, much to ask. ask. I, I just don't, don't think, think it's, it's much, much to, ask. to ask. An education. A job. To be taken seriously. My own voice. I said, I said it's, it's not, not much, much to, to ask. ask. An education. A job. Some respect. My voice. Oh, wait, wait, wait. This isn't working. No shit. This is impossible. If they won't even talk to us. Intolerable. Won't consider the possibility. <sighs> Insufferable. The right pain in the ass. Oh, yes, yes. It's all of those things. <sighs> it's also a paradox. Is it? I'm not sure that helps. Oh, it's the paradox. If we consider the basic laws of physics. Well, I believe it was the Chinese who first asked the question. What bloody question? What happens when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object? Of course. <laughs> so, what does happen? Well, nothing. Oh, for fuck's sake. It's a paradox because neither exist. No object is immovable. No force is unstoppable. Um, I'm not sure I agree with that. <laughs> no, me neither. We don't think, think it's, it's much, much to ask. ask. An education. A job. Respect. A voice. Education. Job. Respect. Voice, education, job, respect, voice, education, job, respect, voice, education, job, respect, voice.
making yourself useful. A problem to which one will find a solution. Summer to do. In it. Driving one forward. Being part of the effort. Everyone has to do their bit. When one is considered equal to one's peers. Having me say, putting me two penneth in and having them all listen. Finding a place to be. Home. One's position on the ladder. Somewhere you feel right. Like-minded people. Knowing you're not the only one who wants this. They like to see a friendly face. They work so hard. We all do. To feel that one is of significance. In one's own right. Not because of who one is related to. Got to keep your wits about your mind. Some folk. They're out for what they can get. You hear me? Just because they let you in, you're still a guest, aren't you? Only there until they decide to put you back in your box. Best be careful, eh? Evening, sir. Cup of tea, is it? Just making a fresh pot. Shepherd's pie tonight. Mmm, treacle sponge, custard to follow. Hiya. Late duty tonight. Don't worry, we'll be here. Always another brew in the pot. An army matches on its stomach. The RAF, flying tea and biscuits. Anything in the post for you this morning? <gasps> Let's have a look. Oh, he's a little smasher. Looks just like you. I'm sure you'll see him soon. It'll be all over by Christmas, they reckon. Charles, you have to think beyond just numbers. Your machine may act upon other concepts, expressed as numbers, yes, but beyond simple mathematics. What concepts susceptible to adaptations to the action of the operating notation and mechanism of the engine? It's really quite simple. Music! Were we to find a relationship between number and harmony, your engine could compose music. Charles, you do see. <sighs> Complex and scientific music. The music of numbers. I can hear it. Why can't you? School's a load of shit. I can't wait to leave. Well, apart from English. But only because Mr Johnson lets me do what I want. No, I'll stay in class. I'll do me writing and that. Dunno, whatever comes into me head. Well, stuff that's happened to me. To other folk. I know what I've heard people say, how they say it. You know, funny stuff. Sad stuff and all. Oh, really? It just comes out of me. <laughs> yeah, he reads it. Don't really mark it or all. Just tells me how to tidy it up and that. Puts commas in, underlines my spellings. But that's it. It feels good to get it all down. Feels right. Anyway. He reckons I should send it somewhere, you know, get it read. <laughs> nah, 
Yeah, I'll probably just tell me it's a load of bollocks. <laughs> Dearest Lucy, I hope this letter finds you well and that autumn in New England is as beautiful as I remember it. Here in Edinburgh, things are a little dreech, as we say. <laughs> Although, I barely have time to notice the weather as I'm almost totally consumed by my studies. Anatomy, physiology, pathology. Pharmacology and toxicology are all I think about now. <laughs> a new religion, almost. I suppose it is true that the male students are showing some hostility. We ladies must listen to our lectures from behind a curtain. <laughs> Apparently the very sight of us distresses their fragile male egos, so... <laughs> but... I couldn't be happier. It was all worth it. Every letter written, every question raised, everything it took to get here, it was worth it. You wanted to see me, sir? Is there a problem? This is ridiculous! The doors! They were open! Just a moment ago! Oh, I've bloody done it again! Don't want me talking to anyone and getting any bright ideas! Like leaving in! Now this is all he can think to do. Lock me in. Shut me out. Make sure I know I'll never be one of them. Always be on the outside, different. That's what they see. Ada, how do you explain it? Well, can you explain it? I'm sorry, but... I should have... I was afraid something like this might happen. For every action, there is an equal and an opposite reaction. <sighs> Newton's third law. God, what are you on about now? You remember what I said about immovable objects and unstoppable forces? Hmm? Well, the fact is, and I did try and warn you about this, they don't actually exist. <laughs> That's why it's a paradox. Jesus, you know, I, I don't understand a fucking word out of your mouth. It's quite simple, really. Is it? Yes. So, in every interaction, there is a pair of forces acting on the two interacting objects. The size of the forces on the first object equals the size of the force on the second object. Help me. We push and they push back. Ah, thank you. And so we must push back, yes? It would appear so. <laughs> Easy for you to say. I don't... Some of us are pushing against a heavier door. We are. Doors with years of rubbish and dirt stacked against them. Rusty locks and hinges. Yeah, yeah, you uh, forgot to put that one up on your board. Those forces. <laughs> yeah, I'm still not sure. No. Of course you're not. It's not your fault. Everyone thinks they're pushing as hard as everyone else and when they get to where they want to be, it's because of hard work. That's just... How we like to think. No one wants to admit they had an easy ride. Easy? Easier. Oh, for heaven's sake. No. Wait. Data. 
This is all data to be studied without emotion. As long as it's not just a distraction. Perhaps this area could wait until... Until what? (laughs) Until you've got your answers. And what are we supposed to do? Join the queue. I think not. If I am to get an accurate result, I must account for privilege, position, prepossession, prejudice, the harsh realities of life. I will note and record them whenever and wherever I observe them. Or perhaps wherever they are observed by those subjects affected by them. Just so long as you listen. And understand. I will do my best. And so, with that very much in mind, shall we continue? No. They said no. Just that. No discussion. No reason, just... No. They took it away. My job. And they they didn't even pretend it was for any other reason other than that. They didn't even pretend. They won't let me leave. They waited until I was at a disadvantage. Used my condition against me and now I can't leave. He hit me. Get her a chair. Sit down. You're all right. Inch yourself. Let me see. Tell me where it hurts. It hit me. Proper hit me. It it won't stop. It's okay. You're okay. We're just having a row. We have them all the time. Then I were up against the wall. Could see stars. I thought they were only in cartoons. Phosphines. What? The visual occurrence of light when light has not actually entered the eye. Right. Caused by pressure or impact, the optic nerve translates this into various images, including flashes of light. The stars. I studied it for the exam. Only way to shut me up, he said. (laughs) Well, that's not true. What? It's not the only way. Not by any calculation. If you want to silence a woman, there are many ways. (laughs) Many, many ways. You can take her job away from her for a start. Nothing he could do. If it had been up to him, he'd have been quite happy for me to stay. 
out of his hands, above his rank, beyond his control. Because as far as he was concerned, it made no difference. Black, white, a sky blue, pink with yellow dots, and we're all fighting, same damn war. But an order is an order. And coloured is coloured. And there's nothing more to say on the... To say on the matter. Indeed. The matter was closed before it was even raised. Just because you ladies have been permitted to attend the lectures, it does not follow that you will be entitled to sit the exams. Women in the exam hall! (laughs) It's just not not the the way way things are done. Dear, women in your condition do not walk the streets. Such a fragile state to be in. (laughs) And there's the seemliness of it all to consider. (laughs) Pregnancy and polite society simply do not mix. Better for everyone involved if you... You could just learn to shut the fuck up and do as you're told for once in your life. Stop answering back, you gobby bitch. Shut that mouth or I'll shut it for you. There are three reasons that scientific experiments go wrong. Oh, God, not now. It's over. Three reasons that a hypothesis may remain unproven. Maybe we want to be more than just your hypotheses. Please. Of course. Of course. Three reasons you may fail to find evidence for your theory. Nobody here is disagreeing. But perhaps we are disinterested. Firstly, one could simply have made a mistake. Well, chosen to observe the wrong subjects, perhaps. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? Alternatively, one's estimate of uncertainty may have been unreasonable. I'm none the wiser. To expect all of the observed results of the experiment to confirm the hypothesis is unreasonable. There has to be a margin of error. No one can expect a 100% success rate. You can't win them all. But is it reasonable to expect that you can lose them all? I suppose not. What's the other one? You said there were three reasons. It's quite simple. The theory is wrong. The hypothesis is unprovable because it is false. But that can't be determined until the experiment has run its course. Until all the data has been collected, tabulated and analysed. But if there are reactions and results still to observe, if there is a hope of a positive result, if the experiment is abandoned prematurely, then it may provide a false result. One that misleads future research. 
If we allow those that follow to labour under a misapprehension, the damage to our understanding of the world could be quite significant. Who are we to decide it can't be done? We're nobody. At least, that's what they keep telling us. <sighs> <laughs> I'd like to apply for the position. I think you'll find my theory. credentials like are all in order. It's an examination of plenty of experience. I've applied to gaming on, and gambling. Get stuff. All I will be sitting the examination. It's a slot I'd like no to know just what they're so damn here. frightened of. <laughs> not ever again. Heard it on the radio. The home service. How they were bringing people over to defend the motherland. Nobody seemed that bothered about what colour they were anymore. What colour I am. Everyone has to do their bit now. Everyone gets the chance. Oh, it was laughable. Their attempts to block and prohibit us. They truly lacked invention. They threw mud at us. Clothes can be washed. They let off fireworks at our lodgings. Walls can be painted and repairs can be made. They sent letters which were obscene in nature. Some were illustrated in great detail. I was quite puzzled as to what they had hoped to achieve through this correspondence. I'd seen far more explicit and accurate imagery in my anatomy classes. <laughs> <laughs> It's all right. The home for bruised, battered and bewildered women. <laughs> Although they prefer you call it women's refuge. The social workers, round all the bloody time, taking it all in. Oh, what are you writing? Can I see? Nearly told her to bugger off. <laughs> I've heard enough from that lot about how to live my bloody life. Didn't need them to stick their oars into me writing and all. Confinement. It is a most excellent name for it. Confined to four walls. Confined by the demands of a child that is yet to even draw breath. <sighs> and yet. Whilst one can confine the physical body, weigh it down with the domestic arrangements of marriage and children and houses, you cannot confine the mind. There are no walls or borders to thought. And to that end, I would hear more, if it pleases. As the mission's on a whole day. <laughs> I admire the enthusiasm, but I require a little more clarity. Lillian. The missions run all day and all night when we're on alert. Getting the planes up in the air for the first flight of the day <laughs> is the easy part. It's getting the planes ready for their second, third, fourth mission of the day. 
pre-flight checks on fuel lines, gauges, landing gear, and then it's time. Magneto's on, fuel lever low, idle, richness lever, maximum, engine start, taxi to the runway, and they're off. Oh, and then it's back to the mess. Dog tired, filthy mucky, finding out who's made it back and who hasn't. They come from all over. The few, that's what Churchill called them. Pilots from Rhodesia, South Africa, Australia, Canada, Jamaica, and even Barbados, like my dad. And how went the correspondence? As the academic year progressed, the letters became more explicit, often including descriptions of what may happen to me were I to continue my education. That caused a degree of disquiet, I'll admit, but not enough to prevent me attending my scheduled examination. And so they rioted. 200 male students full of outrage. 200 angry, threatened men achieving nothing. (laughs) Worse than nothing, for I believe they hoped to recruit more to their cause and yet they bolstered our support. (laughs) Now when letters arrive, they're full of praise and encouragement, not anatomical drawings. (laughs) (laughs) And did you find refuge? Yeah, I suppose. Turns out that one of the social workers is in a theatre group. Only does plays about women. <laughs> and, and she told me about this competition at a theatre in London. She told me she'd help me get it sorted so I could enter. Well, I told her she was daft. <sighs> Which just goes to show how much I know. Because I only went and bloody won. That's right. Me. The putting it on and everything. Paying for me to go down there. Go down to London. It actors say my words. It's fucking mad, isn't it? <laughs> Too mad to talk about. Oh, someone else say something. Mathematics frees me. And I aim to free it from the unimaginative, masculine, single-mindedness that has typified its study. I celebrate the mercurial, mischievous nature of number. The curious transformations formula can undergo. The unsuspected and, to a beginner, apparently impossible. I'm often reminded of certain sprites and fairies one reads of who are at one's elbow in one shape now and in the next minute a form most dissimilar. My family may try and hold me in place, but they don't understand. My place in this world cannot be expressed geographically or physically. Which is fortuitous. As the physical body is duplicitous and prone to betrayal, 
and time is so very finite. So much still for me to do! See the space when I wanted to I could never hold the moment Even if I painted you How can I be a Not sure I should be here An education the A job I've Respect A voice How can I be a saint oh, No object is immovable Complex and scientific music I want to write something. That's true. Everyone has to do their bit. They said no. They didn't even pretend. Confinement. Always be on the outside. I will be setting the examination. No love. We're not coming back. And they're off. Clothes can be washed. I only went I and bloody won. Mathematics freeze me. And so, it should be a very simple calculation. A straightforward equation. Achievement equals recognition. <laughs> This should be proved by the presented exemplars of achievement, accomplishment, effort to come to fruition. Starting with the academic. Doctor Sophia Louisa Jex Blake. Medical degree finally awarded, 1877. University of Bern, Switzerland. A mere seven years after sitting and passing the exams. Medical practice established a year later. Edinburgh's first female doctor. All solid data. Edinburgh's first, but not her last. Not if I have anything to do with it. In 1880, I established the Edinburgh School of Medicine for Women. Impressive. By the early part of the 21st century, 45% of doctors are female. So, still plenty of work to be done. <laughs> the military. Level of achievement? We won the war, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> By the time I left the Air Force, I was a corporal. One of the first women of colour to be given that rank. And maybe I should be grateful for that. But then I think how my father served in the First World War. His three children served in the Second. My brother lost his life. The man I married served. His brother was decorated for bravery in Burma. My son was a helicopter pilot. He served in Northern Ireland. All of us. Coloured. So all in all, I think we've given back more to this country than we've received. I think I agree. And how do we measure artistic achievement? I laughed at my play. Okay, not always in the right places, but they had a 
reaction. I've no idea if it were equal and opposite. <laughs> and a couple of times, they went right quiet. Like, they couldn't believe what they were seeing and hearing. Right there in the theatre in front of them. That folk really live like that. Speak like that. Well, the bloody do. And now that lot all knows the truth of it. And they paid for it. For the pleasure of being set straight about the bloody world. How things are beyond Hampstead and Chelsea. <laughs> and they want another. Uh, do you think you have another in you, Andrea, dear? <laughs> That's what Max said. I've only just finished this one, I said. Pushy sod. <laughs> but I do. Everywhere I go, everything I see, everything I hear. Could all be a play. Up to the night I were in Beacon, in Lose, finished having my wee. But there were these two lasses chatting as they did the lippy in the mirror over the basin. Every word, I could have just written it all down. And so I did. A sticky biro always in my pocket. I even wrote down the names to use later. Sue and Rita. So yeah. Yeah, I reckon I've got another one in me. Will that do? It will suffice. I believe there is further data from the scientific realm. It took me nine months to translate the articles arising from Charles's analytical engine. I say translate. Charles pointed out that my notes on the articles were often several times longer than the articles themselves. The men who wrote about this new science of calculation and analysis, they were brilliant, but so very limited in their thinking. I showed them the possibilities. Beyond number. Computation of that which we feel, engage with. Feed in enough data and all answers will become available. In theory. Well, Charles never actually built his analytical engine. We worked only with conjecture and hypothesis. And so the human brain remains the only analytical engine actually at our disposal. And it turns out that it has some serious limitations. I can't finish it. This damnable equation. You're nearly there. No, I'm not. It seems as though it should add up. And yet it doesn't. Well, one factor remains unresolved. The gender of the subject. It cannot be ignored. A tiny factor with a seemingly catastrophic effect. Years of data, number upon number. Graphs can be drafted and patterns do emerge. Predictions can be made and courses can be plotted. But the final result is always inconsistent. Recognition refuses to equal achievement. 
take you, Lilia. Years of service to others in war and in peace. Sacrifice. Duty in the face of prejudice and segregation. That's not for me to say. But the mathematics say it. At least they should. The value of recognition should be significant. A high number. And yet... A life well lived, but woefully under-celebrated. I didn't do it for the glory. I did it because it needed doing. And I'm happy with that. She was right about the level of difficulty being essential to the calculation. Sophia, your way was fraught with unjust impediments. It's never easy being the first to anything. Well, exactly. Methodology is not established. Pathways are not clear. So many obstacles blocking the way. Well, so much so that some may say the journey was impossible. Only until someone completes the course and reaches the end point. A map is written and others may follow. Trails are blazed. But the level of recognition is in no way commensurate with the final total of achievement. But the equation, it, it won't balance. And yet the achievement stands. I shall take my satisfaction from that. So, the equation won't balance. Yeah. So, well, come on, men. What about me? Sometimes data is limited. What's that supposed to mean? Observations end prematurely. Why? Oh. I see. It is not an unusual occurrence. Myself. <laughs> I left only 36 years of data for analysis. Observations only halting after months of medical experimentation. Samples were taken. Invasive methods were used. Thankfully, the experiment finally came to an end. A relief for all involved. And me? Do I keep writing? Do I get it all down on the page? Do I keep telling the truth? There's a high level of difficulty towards the end. Words. Failure. A technical hitch. What damage to your equipment. I'm sorry. Right. But. It's okay. No, Andrea. Andrea. 
The words, your words, they carry on, even after you cannot. They're still laughing. Still in all the wrong places. Sometimes. But you are still showing them life beyond what they already know. Rita and Sue, (laughs) I believe they still speak in your stead. In your equation, recognition has a good value. Although some potential energy failed to be converted. Okay. Okay. I think I can live with that. Do you uh, think you'll ever get an answer to all your bloody maths? No. I don't see the bloody point then. (laughs) But I have observed a new phenomenon. Go on, ma'am. Recognition plus time equals resurgence and rediscovery and reclamation. Women are collecting their own data, drawing their own conclusions and being free to do so. It's fragile. It's even sporadic in places and it requires the right conditions. But... (laughs) It is observable and significant. Unsung was written by Lisa Holdsworth, directed by Elvie Piper and produced by Alice Barber with additional support from Slumlow and Leeds City College. Ada Lovelace was performed by Olivia Race. Sophia Jex-Blake was performed by Lucy Rafton. Lillian Barder was performed by Paulette P. Williams. And Andrea Dunbar was performed by Claire Marie Seddon. Music by Peaks. This production was supported using public funding by Arts Council England. For more information about this production and work by Unsung Collective, visit unsungcollective.com. <laughs>